welcome to the Jason Claus Show. I'm Jason Claus, your host, and today we're going to do it. We're going to talk about computer system support. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is Jason Claus. This is the Jason Claus Show. My experience is the best business leaders out there, they are idea collectors. They are always on the lookout for great ways to work with their team with technology, with new stat, uh, tactics and strategies, all aimed at trying to help their people achieve more. And at its core, that's what this show is about. It's about trying to find those ideas and share those ideas with a growing list of Bay Area business leaders. Today, I've got a great episode for you. It's very self-serving, but technology sits at the, 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 the core of of the modern business today. It is the rudder that steers steers the ship. And as I'm out talking to people, there's mounting frustration about the way those computer systems are working. And so what I have for us today are three questions that you can ask your current provider to help you kind of diagnose why you might be feeling the way that you're feeling. And, and once you've done that, you can have a real candid conversation about how to solve it. You don't have to switch providers necessarily, but you do have to understand the reality of, of, of what your provider is working with to be able to deliver service to you. And we're going to get into that right after this. Are you frustrated with your current outsourced IT provider? There can be a whole lot of reasons why, but more often than not, there's a root cause issue that's sitting at the core of it. If you want to learn what that root cause issue is, we created a video over at Insight. It's a minute and 19 seconds long. It should really help you diagnose what the most common reason is that your current provider is frustrating you right now. So to check that out, head on over to www.nsite.net forward slash root cause and check that video out. All right. Welcome back from the break. Okay. We're going to get into it. Like I said, there's three questions that I've got that you can ask your current provider that will help you diagnose what's kind of sitting at the, at the, at the, at the root of the, uh, of the problems that you might be having. But first let's talk a little bit about what those roots are not, because this is what I hear all the time. When I sit down and talk to people, there's a lot of common frustrations that come up and it sounds like it takes too long to respond. When I have a problem, I call and, and it's, it's a day before they get back to me. So that's one, the same issues keep occurring over and over again. It takes way too long to get new machines set up, and usually there's something missing or incorrect when I finally get that machine on my desk. I feel like they should know the answer to most of my questions. They're continually asking me the same things over and over again. I think they could do a better job following up. I'm frustrated with all the finger pointing. Nothing's ever their fault. There's always some reason why. Most common, what I hear is, I never have the same consultants twice. As a result, I feel like I'm continually being forced to teach someone how to help us. I don't think that should be my job. I think those are all really valid and reasonable frustrations, and the providers that you're working with should probably have answers for those. But my message is, is that most of the time, those types of issues, they're not the real issues. They're the symptoms of the deeper issues. And... There's a lot of different ones. I mean, there's a there, there's a, a most common one, uh, but there's lots of other ones. And 
asking questions around the symptoms isn't going to get you kind of to, to, to the root of, uh, of why you might be frustrated with the, with the status quo. And so I've got three questions that I want to share with you. In your next meeting with your current provider, you can use these to try to get a little bit more detail and a, and, and a little bit closer to, okay, can the guys that I'm working with really fix things so that I can get closer to the experience that, that, that I'm, I'm, I'm expecting from my computer systems and from this relationship. So the first question when you sit down is to ask, hey, how many employees do you have? This is a really eye-opening conversation because if a company has less than 10 employees, it doesn't matter how smart those employees are, it's all hands on deck all the time. And they're constantly responding to reactive support requests. And that doesn't leave a lot of time for some of these other things like strategy or, or project work or routine maintenance on the systems. So this is a really good way to just kind of get it, you know, at a real high level. How mature is the company that I'm working with? Companies that have more employees will, will likely have departmentalized. That, that's another great follow-up to question, question. What kind of departments do you have? That'll give you some really good insight into somebody that might be starting to build out processes. Another great follow-up question would be, what are you outsourcing? I can guarantee you that if someone's outsourcing a key piece of service delivery, they don't have control over it, which means they're not going to be able to deliver the highest level of quality because they, they, they can't pull the same strings that a company that has control might be able to. So that's the first question. Second question, can I tour your facility? And it doesn't matter if you've been working with your provider for 15 years. This question and the answer and the subsequent follow-up tour will tell you everything you need to know about whether this is a salvageable relationship or not. Companies that are hollow, there's no place for knowledge transfer. There's no place for learning. So companies that don't have an office, that should be a real big red flag. And then when you go and see someone's office, you'll be able to really see how that business is put together. Is it a mess? If it's a mess, then chances are most of the other internal processes are a mess. Are there empty desks? Are there, are there people sitting in their desk? Does what you're seeing map up with your first question and the number of employees that they have? And I know going and seeing is, seems like it's probably a, a, a big time suck, and it is. But when you think about how reliant you are on your technology, this is a really good question to ask and a really good best practice to, to put in place. The last question I got for you is one you're not going to like, but it's probably the best one of the, of the bunch. If I paid you more, how much would that be and what could you do differently? And then depending on how they answer, that's going to tell you everything you need to know. If they tell you that I would use it to hire more people, then that tells you they got a people problem. If they tell you they would buy new technology, it means they probably are, are working on their internal processes. But that gives you a really good idea of kind of where they're at in their evolution. One of the things that when people who have taken my advice and asked this question a lot of times the provider doesn't know what they would do. What that means is, is they're just too wrapped up in all the firefighting they're, that they're doing to even really think about how they would grow their business. And, and that's a real problem for you. You're, you're probably 
right in thinking that you've outgrown your provider if they don't have a good answer for this question. But those are the three for you. I think they're great ways to get at why you might uh, why you might not be having the the, the problems that you're having. I, I want to leave you here with a quote. It's from Maya Angelou. You may not control all the events that happen to you, but you can decide not to be reduced by them. I, I think it's really applicable here because asking these questions and trying to get at the reality that your current provider is is living with and that you're living with, it's not an easy thing to do, but, but it is something that's completely within your control. And once you know that, you've got a couple of different options. You can, with full knowledge of, of kind of what your current situation is, you can offer your current provider a chance for, for the two of you to work together and solve the root issues you've uncovered. Another thing you can do is you could just let it be and reset your expectations. Okay, maybe, you know, this is the situation I have at the price point I have, and I just need to be okay with, with what I'm expecting from that um, and maybe modulate that. And then finally, you can look at other options. That's usually where I get pulled in. I'd love to talk to you if you want to, but another way to maybe look at this, I've already worked with, with the team here at Insight. We created a video where we have diagnosed the number one root cause issue, why you might be frustrated with your current provider. It's a minute and 19 seconds long. You can find that at www.nsight.net forward slash root cause. And it should share with you what we see most often being the thing that that, that trips uh, uh, another provider up. We have a good answer for it, by the way. That's why I'm, 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 I'm drawing attention to it. But you don't need to be working with us to be armed with that information. So I'd encourage you to go check that out. All right. That's it. That's all, uh, that's all I've got for you today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you found it useful. Until next time, I hope my good friend Jesus blesses you with peace in your heart, wisdom in your spirit, and a whole lot of laughter in your belly. You take care now. <laughs>